The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. It is week nine, everybody. Guess the line show, where we will attempt to see how good we could be as odds makers out in Vegas, trying to gauge NFL member clubs against each other. We got the trade deadline hovering around week nine, trying to see how much movement there will be, exchanging of resources, if you will, COVID also popping up yet again, John Elway, COVID positive, along with their CEO, Broncos that be, we had the Giants game concluded last night with a terrible pass interference or not pass interference at all call who knows and then finally the 16 team schedule 16 team playoff schedule if as it feels COVID is just going to tear through the states here in the near future including the NFL causing games to be canceled and then trying to rely on a week 18 to fill in the blanks and should not all the games scheduled to be fit into that week 18, I guess they're going to now default to a 16-team playoff scenario. Although last I read that still had to get approved by several people, including the NFLPA. So we'll see where that happens. And then there's injuries, obviously, as well. Biggest being the Niners, who started to piece things together a little bit, are going to lose Kittle, I think, for the rest of the season. Uh, what I had seen was eight weeks. Jimmy G out for several weeks. So that's going to seriously impact that team going forward, especially given how strong their division is. Because that NFC West, you got the Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks. And right now, all those teams are doing fairly well. Obviously, the Cardinals and the Rams have had ups and downs. The Seahawks has been pretty light them up minus that crazy Monday night game versus the Cardinals. So, all right, but without further ado, let's get into it. We're doing the Guess the Lines, which is now done by everybody across the board. And so I figured, uh, shit, why not? I'll join in too. And I'll throw my hat in the ring and see exactly how close I could be to the odds makers. And then obviously if there is a differentiation, differential, different, let's say delta, between my guess and that of the odds makers, then obviously there could be some value there. And then again, like I said last week, there might not be. And it just might be a complete lack of insight altogether. So, ah, who knows? Let's give it a try. All right, so round two here, week nine. Let's start off with a Thursday night game. We got Green Bay going into San Francisco. So San Francisco, who we just talked about, is going to be out. Their starting 
all-star tight end, all-pro in the NFL, obviously, along with Jimmy G, their starting quarterback. Green Bay is coming off that horrific loss at home versus the Minnesota Vikings, where Dalvin Cook basically said, get on my back, guys, and carried that team to victory. Uh, obviously, uh, Rodgers complained about a call, a uh, big pass-eye call that wasn't called, or the other way around. Um and so I don't know what's going to be in it. Now, the opening line, I don't know is if it's going to factor in the injuries to Kittle and Jimmy G. So let's wipe that off for now and say that this was the even game uh, going in. Well, you know, factor in. Uh, no, we're going to do it as though the teams were healthy. I would say that Green Bay probably would be favored because... Given the fact that their offense is still rather strong, they have Rodgers, and San Francisco's defense is still quite banged up. So, given all of that, I'm going to say I'm going to make Green Bay the road favorite by under a field goal by two. So, now I might be impacted a little bit because of. The injuries, which I'm trying to ignore. So let's see what it is. I'm going Green Bay by two here on the road. And it is San Francisco by one. So obviously, uh, all things considered equal, without injury, the opening line was favoring San Francisco by one. That obviously is going to adjust with the injuries there. So I said Green Bay minus two. I was off on that one. Um, and that's my own fault because I was trying to consider both teams as equal. So I favored Green Bay way too much, which goes to show because I, I have looked at Green Bay several times this year in spots where they lost, including last week where it was a big, big home loss for Green Bay and a big L for Rich in his picks. Uh, so... Green Bay there is probably going to be the favorite, but the opening line was minus one. Now we go to the 1 o'clock games. Baltimore in Indianapolis. Baltimore obviously coming off that loss versus the Steelers where, I don't know, Jim Harbour, John Harbour uh, decided he just didn't want to let Lamar Jackson throw the ball at all. And probably for good reason because when he did, he threw a couple picks. And bad ones at that, too. So, Baltimore uh, and their defense didn't look fantastic. Didn't look bad, just didn't look great. So, they're going to go in here, uh, Indianapolis. Colts having the big win off the Lions, 41-21. If I remember right, it was a big 20-point win. And the Lions actually, you know, in the beginning, I think they had the lead 7-0 off of a blocked punt that was returned for a touchdown. Uh, And then everything just fell apart. Lions, no good. So... I'm not going to give too much credit to that Indianapolis win. I'll give more credit toward the Baltimore loss. I still think Baltimore is the better team here. Um, They're going to have to fix that offense in one way, shape, or form because you're not going to be able to go deep in the playoffs having Lamar Jackson and your offense do nothing but run the ball, do options, and do these little rinky-dink passes. you got to be able to stretch the field a little bit which you did not see really at all 
uh, with the exception of a couple plays in that game. Um, I think one was, uh, well, you yeah, had the Boykin uh, touchdown in the end zone, but there was a big play. I forget who, but there was only a couple of big plays through the air for Baltimore in that game. Um, Indianapolis offense still uh, very questionable. Rivers has not looked good. Their defense has looked good, however. So let's make this a defensive battle. Baltimore slight edge with the better on the offensive side of the ball. I'm going to say Baltimore road favorite by three and a half. And, oh, look at that. Close. It was four. So the opening line there is Baltimore by four, and I was only a half point off there. Next one is going to be the New York football Giants at Washington. Now, Giants play strong. They're not a strong team, but they play strong. They Their defense has come together in the sense that they've gotten great play out of their linemen. Their linebackers are terrible, but Martinez has had a good year. Their cornerbacks and defensive backs are not great, but they've gotten a great year out of Bradbury. And uh, Peppers has continued to play two years in okay. So they're going to go on the road versus Washington, who's going to be coming off uh, by at home. So you got a home by team there. And they're still going to ride with Kyle Allen. Their defense is good. This is going to be their first game without Landon Collins, who was lost for the year in their last game. Ah, Daniel Jones, not good. Not the man for the future of that franchise, IMO. And with the turnovers he had last night in in the beginning of the year, well, it's not even the beginning of the year, right? Half In the first half of the year, I'd have to say that Washington is going to be the favorite here. They'll probably make them pretty even. I'm going to say Washington favored by a field goal. Oh! Three and a half is the spread. So almost on the money there. So it'll be a little bit more than a field goal uh, favor for the home team, Washington football team. Chicago traveling to Tennessee. Chicago coming off the overtime loss versus the Saints. Their Chicago's offense sucks. It's just not good. Uh, and then you got Tennessee, who can't decide when they're going to play. They really don't like to... Uh, uh, Rich, can you talk? Yes, I can talk. Well, let's say something. Uh, Tennessee can't decide whether or not they want to play A, full game, or B, play up to their potential and actually have a comfortable win. So two weeks ago, they fight tooth and nail versus uh, Pittsburgh after they take the entire first half off, and then they can't send it to overtime with the field goal. And then last week, they just decide they're not going to play defense. And as a result, Joe Burrow ends up winning at home. Home dog win. And so now Tennessee is going back home. They're going to host Chicago. This is a uh, battle of struggling sides. Offense on one, defense on the other. I'm going to say Tennessee, again, slight favorite. Similar to the Washington Giants game I just spoke about. Tennessee field goal, minus three. And I was crazy wrong. They are big-time favorites by almost a touchdown. It is six points in favor of the Titans on that one. So maybe, if my read would be right, then Chicago might have some value there since they have it at, at Minus six in favor of Tennessee. Wow, that's a lot of points 
for that team. But I guess Chicago's offense is really, really bad. But Tennessee's defense, not so good. Next up, Lions-Vikings. This game going to be played in Minneapolis. Detroit came off that shellacking at the hands of the Colts. Minnesota coming off that big win on the road. Thanks to Dalvin Cook. Four touchdowns? Was that a four touchdowns? Wow, that guy. Money. Money last Sunday for him. Um, So, Minnesota's got to be the favorite in this game because Detroit is one of those teams we would call mm, a mess. And I would think with offense performing the way it is, Dalvin Cook uh, staying healthy. Um, and Detroit lost Galladay, right? Although that was intra-game and this was the opening line, so I'm not sure. I'm going to say Minnesota minus four. So a little bit more than a field goal. I don't like Detroit. I'm probably not giving their offense enough credit. But I think Minnesota minus four would be fair. <laughs> And I am wrong. It is the Minnesota Vikings by only two. So I'm two points off there. So again, much like the game before, maybe some opportunity there to go with Minnesota, seeing how they've only got two points uh, between their line and my line. So we'll see. Uh, Next up will be the Chiefs, who have just been... Thumping people. I mean, really, just killing them. I, the Jets last week suffered at the hands of a 26-point 20, win, right? 35-9. And so this this week they're going to be home again. Carolina, who just lost at home to the Falcons, are now going to have to go on the road and play Kansas City. Look, Bridgewater and the offense, not bad. Uh, he got knocked out last game, and I think that really changed the entire feel of that game. Momentum, game plan, everything changed when P.J. Walker went in there. And so here you're going to have them get back. Maybe they get McCaffrey back this week, maybe not. Um, Defense is the issue because the defense, just they don't have a ton of playmakers, you know? I I just, I can't find them. I was watching them all last week and I was waiting for somebody to come through. Shaq Thompson, okay, you know? Um, But I guess... I would say Kansas City here, Jets were, they made them like a 16 or the 19-point favorite, I think. Um, It's not going to be as much. Give them a touchdown or so. So let's make it a little bit more than two scores. Let's go Kansas City 10.5. Oh! Kansas City by 10. So there it is right there. They're going to give them 10 points. Carolina, now you might, you might have some opportunity here because Kansas City really crushes teams when they get out ahead. The question is going to be, can Carolina stick with them here? They they sometimes have a, a good deep game with Robbie Anderson, uh, DJ Moore. Are they going to be able to do that against Kansas City? You know, they get McCaffrey back. Kansas City's defense, um, you know, is lacking in that regard, but still. Kansas City just likes to pile on points. And if they get ahead, you know, Teddy might become a uh, turnover machine in the second half. I don't know. I'm liking Kansas City there. So, anyway, the next game up is going to be Jacksonville versus the Texans. This game in 
sunny Jacksonville, or sunny as of now. Both teams coming off by, so this is going to be a road by for Houston, a home by versus Jacksonville. Houston is easily the better team. Jacksonville lost their quarterback, and that was known of before this game started. So I am going to say Houston is favored by more than a score, uh, more than three. Do I give them a touchdown? Touchdown's probably a little much. Um, because Houston really hasn't shown anything this year outside of a couple of flashes of offensive production. Houston by five. Ooh, look at that. I am incorrect. It is Houston by seven. A full field goal there for Houston. Wow. That is aggressive. Uh, I don't, I guess maybe. I mean, that that's really just saying Jacksonville's got nothing. They're shot and whoever they're quarterback that will replace Minshew is, and I haven't even looked, so I don't know as of today, uh, which is Tuesday, Election Day. Happy Election Day for you. Uh, so I'm going to go Houston 5. It's Houston 7. So there's a couple of points there. I don't know if that is as interesting to me because Jacksonville is a real question mark without their quarterback. Seattle is going to be traveling out to Buffalo. So this is a good game. Probably the best game. You know, you got Green Bay-San Francisco early. That was the Thursday night game, but San Francisco doesn't have their players now. Uh, Baltimore-Indianapolis is an okay game, but I think so far this is the best game I, I've seen, or at least the one that catches my eye the most, being Seattle at Buffalo. Um, so... Buffalo's going to be the dog here. They're going to be a home dog because Seattle just throws up so many points. And Buffalo has just hit a patch here where their offense really is showing the inconsistency of play from Josh Allen. He's just not a great quarterback. I haven't been a fan. I've kind of shit on him a little bit throughout the year. Uh, So I'm going to give Seattle the road favorite spread. I'm going to give them uh, three points. They score a lot more than three. Three and a half points. And I was wrong. Ooh, not good. Not good. So, looks like Buffalo is actually only going to be a dog by one and a half points. And I like that because Buffalo is not going to win this game and Seattle is going to blow their doors off. So, if you want to say one game I already see that I like, that's going to be the Seattle uh, with the one and a half, uh, so long as it stays there, because there's a little bit of value in there. I am almost positive of that. But then again, I don't know anything. So, Denver is going to be playing Atlanta this game in Atlanta. Atlanta, ah, they're coming off that win. Denver coming off their big turnaround win. Is either one more impressive? Atlanta's at home. Uh, Denver really should have lost that game, but give them credit. You know, their defense continues to play well. So you've got a good defense versus Atlanta's offense. Atlanta's going to be short. Calvin Ridley, that was a Thursday night injury, so that's going to be factored into the opening line here. I am going to say Atlanta's going to be the favorite. You can't give Denver the favorite. It's going to be pretty even. I'm going to say Atlanta by three. And that's close. Atlanta by four. So just one point differentiation there. So that will wrap up the 4 o'clock games. Let's go into the 1 o'clock games, that is, and let's go into the 4 o'clock games. First one being the Chargers coming off that loss versus Denver, who we just talked about going on the road to Atlanta. Well, now the Chargers are going to go home. Uh, they're going to host the Las Vegas Raiders. I, you know, I can't put my goddamn finger on the Raiders this year. I don't know what to make of them. Their defense is really terrible. 
But then they have these games where they perform well. I mean, last week was kind of fluky because that the weather was so bad in Cleveland, and Baker Mayfield just stunk up the joint like he always does. And the but give the credit to the Raiders because they did enough to win. So here you got the Chargers. I'm going to say that the Chargers are going to be favored again because they're kind of Vegas's little golden child right now because Herbert tosses the rock. And he's got them throwing up points each and every week. And I think, who was it? I think it was um, it was a sports minute I heard on the radio. Jim Rome was authoring it. And I think he said that they're the first team to have 16-point leads in four straight games and lose all four. I think that was what I heard. I mean, how is Anthony Lynn still a, a coach in this? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. Uh, here I'm going to give Chargers the favorite line. I'm going to give them a field goal versus the rate. Should I give him more than a field goal? No, let's give him a field goal. Oh, that one was money. That was right on the money. Three points it is. So next up is going to be the Cowboys playing host to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, God. This game is bad in all ways. Um, who is going to watch this game? Nobody. Maybe Andy Dalton comes back, but the last I heard, he was still in the concussion protocol. I'm going to give... Uh, you know, this is going to be screwy because... I don't know. I'm going to give the... F- f- seven, seven and a half points. And... Yeah, I can't go off that line. So I gave Pittsburgh seven and a half points. And the opening line that I am looking at is three and a half. And so that has to be uh, done real right prior. So let's just take a look quick, see, and see what the actual line is now. I did seven and a half Pittsburgh. There's no way three and a half because the Cowboys are effing terrible. And so let's give a more accurate line. All oh, that defeats the purpose here. But I was saying seven and a half. And no. Okay. So I said seven and a half, and I was crazy wrong. Because both the current line and the opening line that I saw, which must have been accurate, is three. Three points. There's no way. There's no way that that should be three points. The Cowboys are terrible. Uh, I don't know. All right, so game two here that I really, really like is the Pittsburgh Steelers because I like them by seven and a half versus Dallas. Now, I know Pittsburgh is not the offensive juggernaut that their undefeated record might show, but Dallas is dunsky. So... That's my second game. First game was Seattle. Second game is Pittsburgh that I like. Let's go to the next one. Arizona going to be playing host after their bye week. Home bye. Uh, Playing against Miami, who actually just won off of their home bye, versus the Rams. Another game I was crazy wrong about. I really like the Rams in that game, and I was wrong. Uh, Miami here is going to go after that win into Arizona, off the home bye. Arizona's better. Uh, field goal better? Nah, probably more. Tua uh, didn't throw up enough that it would have appealed to many. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go Arizona, less than a touchdown, more than a field goal. Let's split the difference. Five and a half. 
And oh man, again, close, six points. So the Cardinals started off as a six-point favorite while I went five and a half. Leaves two games left to look at. That's going to be the Sunday night game, and that's going to be the Buccaneers, who just beat my Giants. It was pass interference! Yes, it was. Yes, it was. You're stealing that from Bill Burr! Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, Buccaneers hosting the New Orleans Saints. Saints offense, not so good. It's uh, you know, not the greatest. They really can't go downfield. And if you watch Breeze play, he really doesn't even try. I don't know how you run that offense and expect to. It, it's kind of the same as Baltimore, right? Baltimore's going to run the ball and not throw it, and New Orleans is going to throw short and not deep. How do you expect to have success throughout the playoffs and attempt to get to the Super Bowl playing that way? Because today's day and age, you know, you hear all about it. You hear all the statisticians talk about air yards and, and moving the ball and stretching the field. Uh, maybe when Michael Thomas comes back, maybe. But anyway, in this game, we're talking about New Orleans in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay coming off that win. Um... I'm going to say Tampa Bay is going to be favored here, even though New Orleans has a strong defense, as does Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just has the better offense. Uh, Brady doesn't look nearly as inept as Breeze does. He looks pretty good from time to time. Last night, he he looked a little off here and there. This is going to be the first game back with Antonio Brown. I'm going to give the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, more than a field goal, less than a touchdown. The Arizona game, I just gave five and a half, and I thought Arizona was heavier than Miami in terms of talent. Here, I think the Buccaneers are probably closer to talent to the Saints. So let's go not four. Let's go four and a half. Four and a half is what I'm going to give. And oh, jackpot, baby! Four and a half it is. And that leaves one final game. And that is going to be the Monday night game where the lowly New York Jets, 0-8, 0-7, 0-over. They're just over. So the over New York Jets are going to be playing host to the New England Patriots and Cam Newton, who you know can't do anything right after having three solid weeks to start off the season and just coughs up the ball there uh, and prevents them from having the chance to kick the field goal and go into overtime. But regardless, New England is better than the Jets. Um... How good, how much better are they? Are they a touchdown favorite? Probably not. Uh, Sam Darnold was hurt, but uh, he'll probably still play. I'm going to say New England, more than a field goal, less than a, can you give me, can you give the Patriots a touchdown here? That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. And if you made them a seven-point favorite, then you could take the Jets and you could throw on a tease and bump them up to 13, 14, make them two, you know, they'll probably go lower. I, I'm going to say five. Oh, and I was wrong. It turns out that they did make the Patriots a bigger favorite than I would think. They made them a touchdown favorite. So it's going to be the Patriots minus seven. Is that something that gets you juiced a little bit? No, not really. Why? Because it's the Jets. Who the hell is going to look at a line? And even if you think that there's value in there with the Jets going to go on it, they're so bad. And they still refuse to fire Gaze. How much could you want the first draft pick? How much that you would keep that guy still employed? 
still employed just so that you could tank the rest of the season. And then you turn around and you trade some of your best talent in Avery Williamson. See you later, buddy. Have fun. Go to the Steelers. That's another reason I think that Steeler game is screwy. Because the Steelers just got Avery uh, Avery Williamson, and so he's going to go in there and he's going to play linebacker for them, which is a great addition, especially since they lost Devin Bush against Dallas. So I really like that Pittsburgh game. But in regard to the Jets, um, I don't know. They're they're just selling off talent here. Um, Maybe I should have made it seven. I don't know. Even if there should be some kind of value one way or the other with the Jets, how can you bet on them? You just can't. Uh, And what does that leave us? Let's see. There's a couple of games that have buys. Uh, A couple of teams that have buys. Not games that have buys. That makes no sense. So it would be the LA Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Cleveland Brownies. So that uh, will do for the day. That is our uh, line show. Still kind of blah, right? Only 30 minutes, but I don't know about a necessarily enjoyable listen quite yet, which is a work in progress. But I'm dedicated to trying to give you something. Uh, enjoyable to listen to. And if not, then, you know, then I'm just going to do it to hear myself talk, right? Your organization's terrible. Ah, give me a break, Donald. It's not bad. It's not that bad. Anyway, talk to you guys on Thursday for the Gambling Show when my brother joins and we try to pick all the games. All right? Enjoy. Happy Election Day. Is that something that they say? I don't know. Peace out. Audi 5000.